Hello everyone, this is Moy and you are listening to the International Business Podcast. In today's episode, we met Osvaldo Sanchez, Eduardo and Braulio, who are experts on the subject of alimentary crisis, specialized in genetically modified organisms. In today's podcast, we are going to talk about the role of these GMOs in the agriculture industry from an international business perspective. First of all, we need to understand the importance of agriculture for humans. Agriculture refers to the cultivation of the land and includes all work related to soil treatment and planting vegetables. The main agricultural activities are usually destined for the production of food and the obtaining of vegetables, fruits and cereals. The beginnings of agriculture date back to the Neolithic period, where the economy of human societies evolved from gathering, hunting and fishing to agriculture and livestock. The first cultivated plants were wheat and barley, and since then, agriculture has suffered drastic changes and improvements, especially after the Industrial Revolution, where such industry grew exponentially through the use of machines and the industry of automation. Nowadays, we have a population of 7.8 billion people, of which 1.3 billion live in precarious conditions of poverty, which represents unprecedented inequality. From that population, 700 million people suffer from famine. With this in mind, The agriculture industry plays a fundamental role in people's survival. Technological and scientific development have been focused on creating methods to maintain and improve food production, which is where the use of transgenics plays an important role. To go into more detail on this topic, we will talk with Eduardo, who is an expert on the subject and has been working with transgenic for 15 years. So, tell us, Eduardo, what are GMOs and what do we know about them? Well, thank you very much, Moy, for the introduction. Now, genetically modified organisms, known as GMOs, can be defined as organisms like plants, animals, or microorganisms in which the genetic material, like DNA, has been altered in a way that does not occur naturally, but by, by mating and or natural recombination. The technology is often called modern biotechnology or gene technology, sometimes also recombinant DNA technology or genetic engineering. It allows selected individual genes to be transferred from one organism into another, also between non-related species. Which produced from or from or using GM organisms are often re referred to as GM foods. To produce a GMO plant, scientists first identify what trait they want that plant to have such as resistance to drugs, herbicides, or insects. Then they find an organisms like plant, animal, or microorganisms that already has a trait within its, its genes. After scientists find the gene with the desired trait, they copy the gene. Next, scientists use tools to insert the gene into the DNA of the plant. Then, in the laboratory, scientists grow the new corn plant to ensure it has adopted the desired trait. If successful, Scientists first grow and monitor the new corn plant in growing houses and then in small field tests before moving into larger field tests. GMO plants go through in-depth review and test before they are ready to be sold to farmers. Now, we can think of genetic modifications 
as a modern concern solely, but in fact is an ancient practice as we will see. Around 8000 BCA, humans used traditional modification methods like selective breeding and crossbreeding to breed plants and animals with more desirable traits. In 1866, Gregor Mendel, an Austrian monk, breed two different types of bees and they identified the basic process of genetics. Later, in 1973, biochemists Herbert Boyer and Stanley Cohen developed genetic engineering by inserting DNA from one bacteria into another. It was until 1982 that FDI approved the first consumer GMO product developed through genetic engineering, human insulin, to treat diabetes. And that is the beginning of the GMOs. Very interesting explanation to provide context to our listeners. Personally, I never imagined that GMOs were something that we actually had seen before the modern era. So, with what Eduardo has already detailed to us, we will go now with Osvaldo, who is also specialized in consumer industries for international business and has performed a lot of research on the political, social and economic context of the GMOs. Osvaldo, tell us, what do you think, from your experience, what would be the most relevant point of controversy in this complex subject? Of course, Moy. Well, talking about the controversial side of the GMOs, till now there has been a predominantly negative public opinion when it comes to this product, and not just for using them, but also about whether they should be researched and produced in the first place. I strongly believe that he this has happened because a lot of people have not received the right information. Such public opinion has been the result of different organizations that have spread false information and even attacked people who work in this area. Also, the bad background of some companies like Monsanto that have gained the hate of the people and it's justified has also put weight on the negative side on the scale but one company cannot define an entire industry. With this on table, all the criticisms come from a particular sector, mainly from the environment organization. But these associations have an economic purpose, since many of them foundations are financed by private capital, which correspond to private interests. As an example, we can see Greenpeace, which does not really have a transparent, transparent information on its financing. In addition to that, who can see the argument used by them are usually empty arguments or without a scientific basis. This type of organizations have encouraged people to go against various initiatives, such as the use of a nuclear energy. This has been possible mainly since associations such as Greenpeace have a very strong social image, hence that their supporters often do not question the intention of this initiative and their propaganda. This has subsequently brought many negative effects for this industry, leading to the widespread of violence against this type of growth. Even though many countries accept GMO crops, and regardless of all the permits, people often protest their existence. Many times there have been direct attacks, mostly organized by these environment organizations. The issue is that many times this goes unpunished by the local authorities, leading to the delay of scientific research and progress in this field. All this without thinking about the benefits of this type of crop. People have an idea that everything generally modified brings problems, but this could not be further from the reality, since the main objective of the GMOs is just the opposite, which is the reduction of the problems that can be had in the agricultural sector. Thanks to the advanced 
that have been made in biotechnology, new techniques have been discovered, which have helped us to understand more deeply the effects on modifying some organisms at the DNA level. At the end, I saw a really mentioned is that people who are anti GMOs do not really discuss the benefits against the disadvantage of using this type of crops or techniques. They simply have an ideology which they believe that this should not be done since natural is better or that by modifying a food generically it will breed diseases. And companies with the background of Monsanto give them a reason. Well, definitely a very controversial subject. Probably not a black and white situation. For that, we will look over the opinion of another expert, Braulio Chavez who has worked as a customs and logistics consultant for food companies for over a decade. Tell us, Braulio, what do you think the role of GMOs should be under the current global context? Thank you, Moy, for the invitation to the podcast and thanks to the other participants for their time and comments. It is indeed a very controversial subject to talk about. Um, I believe it is necessary to put in context that the rapid increase of world population and the productive schemes of the capitalist systems uh, have put us in a very difficult situation regarding our military sufficiency and independence on a global scale. It is not only a matter of having enough food. It is, it is well known that um, on average we throw away over 30% of the food that we produce. Um, and this is, of course, something that should um, set up an alarm bell on governments and enterprises. But this is just one part of the problem. The other part, and if may I say as a consultant on customs and global trade, the, the most important part of the problem is distribution. Global value chains are composed and structured in a way that makes it very difficult or even impossible to distribute the exceeded production in some countries on a logistically acceptable way. Uh, in this context, it is pretty obvious to me that we have to analyze any possible solution to these to this chains of distribution and efficiencies um, in our element, alimentary system. Therefore, uh, the use of GMOs seems not only a convenient but necessary measure. This will allow local farmers to increase the quantity and improve the quality of their production by making stronger crops, uh, making it easier to solve the problem from a local perspective. Of course, uh, a lot of research is pending and government controls must be implemented and their compliance shall be a priority to local and global authorities. Nevertheless, prohibition has never been the way. Historically, rejecting scientific research has only brought back overall development and this would not be the exception. Thank you, Braulio. Thank you all for coming today. It is certainly a topic that leaves a lot to talk about. Unfortunately, we have reached the end of this episode. Thanks to our audience for listening to us. If you liked today's podcast, follow the International Business Podcast and stay tuned for the next episodes. And leave us your comments on this matter. What do you think about GMOs and their role in the today's society? See you in the next episode. Later.